First and foremost, the purpose of government is to keep citizens safe. And if you can't keep your citizens safe, what's the use of having a government? Herschel Walker is much more representative of the people of Georgia. I'm hoping he gets more than 50%. His opponent, Raphael Warnock, is one of the most hardcore, out of touch, extreme leftists. Hello and welcome. I'm Olivia Brown with WJ Now. Today we have a guest, Floyd Brown. He is the founder of the Western Journal, also happens to be my father, and he has been working in politics for about 40 years. Welcome, Floyd. <laughs> it's great to be with you, Olivia. And uh, I love your podcast and enjoy watching it. So it's great to finally be on it. So today we're going to be looking at some of the greatest political ads that have come out with this midterm 22. And Floyd is going to tell us what makes these ads so relevant and so impactful. If you don't know, he has been making ads for a long, long time. Yeah, I made my first ads in 1988 and uh, uh, have made a few famous ones along the way. But every single cycle, I like to pull together some of the ads that I think are the most impactful. And this year, these midterms are really what I would call a race right to the finish. And I'll just do what uh, uh, hundreds of other people have been doing, and that is encourage people to get out and vote, go to the polls early, take some food, <laughs> take some water, uh, those lines might be long because uh, uh, they uh, seem to make it difficult to vote these days on the day of the election. That's kind of one of the strategies the left has employed because they know a lot more Republicans vote on election day. But that's not going to stop us. Get out there and vote on election day. And uh, yeah, no, we've had some great ads this cycle and I thought it would be good just to review some of what I think are the very best ones. We're going to be looking at the Mark Kelly ad. He is running against Republican Blake Masters. Let's look at this. This is your wallet. This is Mark Kelly. This is your wallet with Mark Kelly in the Senate, fried by higher prices, cooked up when Kelly followed Biden's recipe of reckless spending, printing trillions we don't have, causing prices in Arizona to boil higher than almost any other state, paying people not to work, burning our supply chain and your wallet. Mark Kelly, just say no. Any questions? Yeah, this was done by the Club for Growth, which is uh, an outside group, so it wasn't actually done by Blake Masters. But what I really like about it is the visualization of what's happening to our wallets. Uh, the truth is, is that uh, the last two years, the Biden administration has just spent recklessly and this reckless spending has caused massive inflation. All of us are struggling when we go to the grocery store, when we go to the gas station, when we go to buy anything these days. And I just thought uh, that this ad really brought that message home here in a state, Arizona, where uh, uh, prices have gone up actually faster and more than in the rest of the country. And you've lived in Arizona for about 13 years, so you've really experienced it. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I came to Arizona because the cost of living was so low 
And now, thanks to Biden, the cost of living is almost as high as it is in California. And we're also going to take a look at the Laxalt ad in Nevada. And I approve this message. Catherine Cortez Masto pretends to support law enforcement. But voted to rubber stamp radical officials. Including activists who refused to prosecute drug dealers. And supported defunding police. Cortez Masto called police racist. And when a local officer was shot in the head. During riots, she encouraged. She didn't say a word. We retract our endorsement. We retract our endorsement. We retract our endorsement of Catherine Cortez Masto. Catherine Cortez Masto is dangerous for police. And dangerous for Nevada. I loved uh, this ad because it uh, uh, really brought home this whole issue of crime, which has been so big in uh, these midterm elections. I mean, crime is spiraling out of control. And yet the Democrats have been spending their time, uh, you know, trying to get rid of, uh, uh, of bail, which uh, it lets people out of back out on the streets almost immediately, uh, creating kind of this round robin of criminal in, criminal out. Uh, and uh, Catherine um, Cortez Mastro had received the endorsement of the police unions uh, when she ran, and uh, yet she didn't stick with them. She went with the left wing of the Democratic Party. And so uh, I like the way these police officers just step up and say, you know, we're going to retract our endorsement. Uh, you know, we supported her in the past. Uh, she basically lied to them. And I think it, it, it shows how these Democratic politicians, when it really comes down to it, they always side with Biden and the hard left when it comes to big issues. And I think... Uh, Adam Laxalt, who's the Republican candidate, did a great job with this ad. And Sheriff Joe Lombardo, he's also running in Nevada. That'll be interesting to see the impact yeah. that he has talking about crime as well. Yeah, well, there's a real crime problem in Nevada and uh, crime has ticked up. And so uh, I think people are concerned about it because first and foremost, the purpose of government is to keep citizens safe. And if you can't keep your citizens safe, then what's the use of having a government? <laughs> so uh, I think uh, people are upset across the country uh, about uh, that very issue. And I just thought that that ad did a great job of communicating it. People are also upset about what Governor Whitmer did while she went through 2020. Let's show this ad. All of our attention is also generating national headlines. We're cracking down on people traveling between homes or planting or um, landscaping or golfing. Hers is, a, uh, is overreach in this extended executive order. We've seen the big impact it's had on local businesses. Some are gone, some are scraping by. But Governor Whitmer is still standing by her policy of placing COVID positive patients in nursing homes. It seems like the most idiotic thing that we could come up with. Thousands of more COVID deaths linked to nursing homes in Michigan. Do you have any regrets? I don't. Governor Gretchen Whitmer is in hot water once again for not following her own health department's epidemic orders. The governor's husband called up and said he would like to get their boat put in the water. He then name dropped that he was Governor Gretchen Whitmer's husband. In Highland Park, Mayor Mike Duggan and Governor Gretchen Whitmer marched down Woodward. Gretchen Whitmer traveled by private plane from Michigan to Delaware to meet with Biden and to discuss being his number two. I really uh, liked this ad, Olivia, because it brought in the COVID policies. 
the COVID policies that have been pursued by the Democrats have been so unbelievably over the top and just fascistic, it uh, uh, is good to, to highlight them. And in the case of uh, Governor Gretchen Whitmer, you know, while she was forcing everybody to lock down and telling them, you know, you can't do yard work, you can't, uh, you know, if you own a second house, you can't go to it. A lot of people in Michigan that have uh, houses in the, in the Detroit area, they like to travel up north uh, to uh, the Great Lakes and, mm -hmm. and, and, and they have a second home. She told them, no, you can't go. And yet, uh, you know, she was traveling all over herself. She so was she, boating. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, it, it, it just shows the pure hypocrisy. It's something that's happened a lot. I mean, Gavin Newsom, we all know, you know, was telling everybody he had to wear a mask. He was holding big dinner parties where he wasn't wearing a mask and none of the other people were wearing the masks. It was really always about controlling people and, um, and, and keeping people under their control. It was never about health. And so uh, I was really happy to see that um, this ad come out and talk about it. I, I have a really high hopes for Tudor Dixon, who is uh, her opponent. I know you've had uh, Tudor on we your did. on your podcast, and uh, I just think she's a great candidate. And uh, I think that uh, this ad tells the story of the abuse of the COVID pandemic by the Democrats over this last two-year cycle. We also have Herschel Walker from Georgia, who we're gonna be watching an ad, and he is really a hot race. It'll be interesting to see in Georgia, if you get less than 50% of the vote, you go into a runoff. And so I'll be excited to see how this turns out with Herschel Walker. Let's show this great ad. I learned discipline, faith in God, and the value of hard work. I learned about sacrificing the things you want in the moment for the future you know you can have if you work hard enough. I've been a lot of places, but in Wrightsville, I learned the important lessons. If you want it bad enough, you work for it, you can get it. The 1982 Heisman Memorial Trophy, Herschel Walker. You might stumble, make mistakes, but you only fail if you give up. The politicians pick American against American, rich versus poor, black versus white, urban versus rural. I don't believe in that garbage. It's a lie. I'm a conservative, not because someone told me to be. I'm a conservative because I believe in smaller government, a strong military, personal responsibility, and making sure all people have the opportunity to pursue their dreams. I just love this ad because it's so inspirational. Uh, Herschel's talking about, uh, you know, living the American dream. He's somebody who's lived it and, uh, you know, grew up in a small town, had tremendous success on the football field, has had uh, success after that. And now he's running for the U.S. Senate to protect the ability of all of us, of anybody to live that American dream. And uh, so I'm hoping he gets more than 50%. I think there's a very good chance he'll get more than 50%. Uh, his opponent, uh, Raphael Warnock, is one of the most hardcore, out of touch, extreme leftists that we have. And, uh, you know, he uh, 
it'd be great to see him replaced, especially because Georgia's a conservative state and Herschel Walker is much more representative of the people of Georgia than uh, Raphael Warnock is. So I thought it was a great ad. It was one I chose as I would say maybe the most inspirational of this cycle. And uh, I, uh, I, I really liked it and I have uh, really uh, great hopes for Herschel Walker. We have our fingers crossed for Herschel in Georgia. Also, back in New York, we have a Kathy Hochul ad, and it really hits the nail on the head of how everyone has been feeling, and I can't wait to hear your reaction to this. Mommy, I don't want to get it. Mommy, I'm not sick. Mommy, please, I'm scared. I'm sorry, baby. I wish I had a choice. The CDC is recommending the COVID-19 vaccine for all school children. If Democrat Kathy Hochul gets elected as governor of New York, you may no longer have a say in your child's health. On November 8th, vote for parental rights. Vote Republican. Paid for by American Liberty Fund. This is another independent ad, but I really like it because it's hard-hitting. It's on this whole question of whether or not children should be forced by the government to get the COVID vaccine. And the truth is all of the studies show that children aren't going to die from COVID. And um, yet, uh, you know, these hard leftists, despite all of the side effects, are still pushing it on children. And it's, uh, it's wrong. And, uh, and Governor Hochul is uh, right at the center of having the most extreme COVID policies. New York has been a dystopian place since COVID began. And uh, I uh, uh, am really excited to see that the race for governor in New York of all places is competitive. And uh, Lee Zeldin is a, a great congressman. He's a, a, a really great leader. And uh, we're hopeful that that's gonna be the sleeper race of the night where uh, uh, a somebody that normally would be expected to win in a deep blue state like New York will wake up and they'll have a Republican governor on uh, Wednesday morning. I think we've been seeing this all across the country, even in Oregon of all places, they might have their first Republican governor in a very, very long time. My question for you is, is it the emotional connection in these political ads that make it so impactful? Well, uh, political ads, have to connect on an emotional level. That's what makes them an effective ad. And uh, I thought that all of these do, uh, both positive and negative. In the, in the case of uh, you know the COVID vaccine for children, it was a ne it's a negative emotion. It's the emotion. It's the emotion that a mama bear might <laughs> have uh, to protect her child. And um, uh, and then with Herschel Walker, it was the inspirational message that. Uh, you know, I, I love the American dream. The American dream has been so wonderful to me. And I want to be able to share that with future generations. We don't want this generation to be poorer than the last generation just because of these totally nonsensical economic policies that we've been getting out of Washington these last two years. Speaking of Kathy Hochul, did you see the fight that broke out at her rally just recently. Yeah, well, the, the, the truth is, is that, you know, the Justice Department has been running all over the country trying to find, uh, quote, Republican violence or conservative <laughs> violence. They can't find it. But what we do see is 
Democrat or far left violence. And that's something that's not new. We all know this from uh, just a few years ago with the, the George Floyd riots. But uh, this is another example of, of uh, a, a, a liberal attacking a conservative. And it's, it's sad to see the person should be prosecuted to the full extent of the law. But uh, when you see the video, it's, it's very, very concerning. Let's show this clip. You can deny science. You can deny those who seek to vote. You can deny an election like those individuals. And we say, It's really right at the beginning of the video where he has his hands around mm -hmm. uh, that poor woman's neck and is and is shaking her. Uh, hopefully, she wasn't badly hurt. But you know, this is not an isolated um, example. In fact, uh, here in Arizona, uh, there was white powder delivered to the the campaign headquarters of Carrie Lake, our Republican candidate for governor here. And uh, so it's, it's, it's really concerning. I know the white powder was sent on to Quantico and w you know, we don't know if it's poisonous, but still, even if it isn't poisonous, it was intended to freeze people. And from what I understand inside the note with all the white powder were a lot of profanities and other things that uh, were directed at Cary Lake. And so the Justice Department is looking for violence in all the wrong places. And uh, they have, in fact, uh, weaponized the Justice Department against conservatives, and, and that should concern everybody. Yeah, we have been seeing this conservative violence in many other places as well. Kyle Becker has a great tweet that outlines all of them. He says, Republican candidates in 2022 midterms campaign, New York governor candidate, two assassination attempts, North Carolina House candidate shot at with kids in home, like we just talked about, the Arizona governor candidate, white powder sent to office, the Michigan GOP chair bitten by a teacher at a rally, but how about those MAGA extremists? Yeah, there aren't MAGA extremists, <laughs> uh, only in the, uh, in, the, in the mind of Joe Biden and or should I say the imagination of Joe Biden and his goons at the Justice Department. Instead, it's leftists attacking mega conservatives. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. And Floyd, thank you for being with us. Hope to have you back in studio again. Great to be with you.